maybe less fight. Welcome to AEC Presents. I'm Alex. And I'm Jared. And no Adrian today. He's on out on vacation and Laura's out at work. So just the two of us. Just the two of us. This I, I say it every time. It, it may be true this time, it may not be. This may be a quick one by comparison, folks. We'll see how see how long we go. I think it was probably gonna be quicker than last week's. Probably, yeah. We went fairly long last we went time. Fairly long last time, and two weeks ago we definitely went. Well, it was like an hour and a half with Adrian, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we this, didn't even get to our topic that day, right? We we, we <laughs> started with a tangent. We just stayed on that tangent. Uh, but this week it may be a little bit shorter though because we are not doing the book club book of the week because I'll be honest, I wasn't prepared for it, and it was Adrian I. canceled. I was like, cool, I can worry about reading it all next week. So sorry, folks, if you read Batman the White Knight for this week, uh, we'll talk about it next week though. Uh, it's Adrian is missing out on it still, but oh well, it is what it is. Yeah. So, but we Laura, tried. Laura had read it, so she read yeah. it this past week, so yep. she was ready to listen to it. And I know that's one Laura has always been, has always talked highly of, so right. it'll be nice to have her input on that. Right. So yeah, we'll talk about that with her next week and go from there. So yeah, just no book club book this week. It's uh, going to be a week delayed, so we'll see how it goes. But in the meantime... Uh, we we're trying to come up with a topic for today. You mentioned video games that are based off of comic books. Yes. So uh, this isn't necessarily directly dealing with Alter Ego comics, but it's close enough because it's still comic book related adjacent. So yes. Let's go with it. Uh, so I have a, I'll be honest, I was not super prepared again. Uh, so I just Googled comic book video games and I, I'm looking at it now and I spelled video way wrong, but the, <laughs> but the Google machine knew exactly what I meant. So I have a list of a whole bunch of games here that I'm familiar with and a whole bunch I'm not. But I'll talk about the ones I'm familiar with. In the meantime, why don't you go first, Jared? Okay. I'll go with one of my favorites when I was 17, something like that. It was based off of Batman the Animated Series, um, Batman The Rise of Sinsu, which was – he was an Asian super-powered warlord who uh, threw Gotham into chaos on the anniversary of Thomas and Martha Wayne's uh, death – and you were able to fight as Batman, Nightwing, Robin, or Batgirl. And it was so much fun. It was a lot of beat up the goons gameplay. That's a lot of your missions. And you could go around. There was missions you had to defuse bombs with the timer and, you know, save civilians and everything. But uh, what was really cool it was you could upgrade all of your characters as you went. So you played the st- part of the story as Batgirl. You could upgrade her. You could switch to Robin and upgrade him and just keep going through everything. Play as your favorite character through the whole thing. I played as Nightwing quite a bit, you know, <laughs> but... No way. You you chose right, Nightwing? Right. But uh, that one was so much fun. It was, it was really good. And the art was still that Batman the Animated st- Series style artwork. Um, it was voiced. I know. I remember it had uh, Kevin Conroy as the voice. I think it had the other uh, big cast members from the animated series in there. I think uh, the person who did Nightwing and Batgirl were there, and uh, Tim Drake's Robin. So, but Conroy was the big draw. Yeah, Conroy was the big draw. But uh, did they have Joker in it? And was it Mark Hamill? Do you remember? I don't remember that part. It's been twenty years since I played that. So it's been a minute. Yeah. I played it when it first came out, and probably that was about it. You know, there's a lot of other games that came out since then, you know, that just switched to. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's the first one on your yeah, list. Yeah, The Rise of 
Sin Soothe came out in 2003. All right. Uh, first one on my list is, is first ones. I'm going to bunch them together. That is the X-Men Legends franchise. So X-Men Legends and X-Men Legends 2. First X-Men Legends came out in September of 04, it looks like, in North America. And Legends 2 came out September of 05. So just one year apart, probably the same game engine and everything. Uh, but this is a four-player co-op game where all four characters are on the screen at the same time of the X-Men characters, and you can do combo attacks. And it, I don't know, like it is really cool. And what I like about it too is it set up, it set the groundwork for Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. I was just about to ask that if it was relate, if it did anything with Ultimate Alliance. Um, judging by, let's see, publisher was Raven Software for Ultimate Alliance and Raven Software. Yeah, so it was the same developers. It looks like too. So yeah, it was. They was instead of just X Men. Okay, let's go with the whole Marvel line of everything too. And they have since done three versions of Ultimate Alliance. Uh, Ultimate Alliance 2 came out in 2009, and Ultimate Alliance 3 came out on Nintendo Switch in 2019. Oh, wow. And it's a Switch exclusive, unless it has changed to other platforms yet, but it might be PC even. I'm not sure. Um, But, yeah, again, the Legends set the groundwork for the four-player co-op on screen, drop in, drop out whenever you want, choose the characters, and I really like the combo attacks you can do. Like, you could do the fastball special with Colossus and Wolverine. Oh, wow. Pick them up and throw them and have a combo attack. Or you had ultimate attacks where uh, Cyclops could do his blaster beam into Wolverine. And his he'd use his claws to, like, instead of just one beam, multiple beams sort of thing and deflect it out. And I remember the story was really cool. Uh, the gameplay was great. Now, it has aged a little bit, but it did help with... Uh, X Men Legends that it was they leaned heavily on the cell shaded graphics. It's like okay, it doesn't have to be super realistic, you know, super clean. We'll just do that instead. Mm-hmm. And I believe they kept the same with Ultimate Alliance, even all the way up to Ultimate Alliance three, where like yeah, let's if it's not broke, don't don't fix it. So let's just roll with it. Um, and yeah, it, it's cool to see that. I remember when I first played Ultimate Alliance is before I was reading comic books. And I was like, oh, these skins are kind of lame. Oh, these other ones are really cool. Not realizing it was the ultimate skins from the ultimate comics. Oh. That was the I, I, the ones I really enjoyed. It's like, oh, Captain America, this looks kind of lame. It was the classic comic book version versus the ultimate version. Yeah, he's more rah sort of thing. And I was like, oh, that's why. That was the ultimate comics. They modernized a whole bunch of costumes and everything and made it look less cheesy. Now, looking at it now, I definitely have a different nostalgia feel to either way. Because, um, like, oh, the Ultimate stuff now definitely looks a little little over the top. Even going back looking at the MCU version of everything. Like, yeah. Uh, that's just a little over the top. So, I, yeah, it just the X-Men Legends 1 and 2, and then Ultimate Alliance 1, 2, and 3. Great four-player game that you can all play couch co-op and great time. Yeah, I'll kind of piggyback off that just a little bit. Justice League Heroes. It was kind of the same style of gameplay where it's a little bit over overhead. Um, you could play as two characters running through the, the story arc. It wasn't as it wasn't as involved as Marvel's Ultimate Alliance and everything. I don't I've never played the X-Men Legends. Uh, it's basically so the same thing. You know. But uh you start out with uh Batman and Superman. Uh, Brainiac is attacking, 
Metropolis or something. I don't remember for sure. But uh, you start out with them two, and then your next mission, you go to like Zatanna and Martian Manhunter. Um, then the next mission, you go through Flash and Green Lantern, and you keep unlocking unlocking um, all of your Justice League heroes. And it's so fun, much fun to go back and play those early missions with Flash and Green Lantern. I love the Flash in this game. He was a lot of fun. Uh, I think you could do combos with this, but not as as big as Marvel's Ultimate Alliance and everything. I think they had some, but I don't remember for sure. It's been 15 years. This game came out in 2006. It's been a minute. Right. But you uh, do fight some big uh, Justice League villains like Brainiac. Uh, Queen Bee, uh, Brainiac, he actually gets a hold of a mother box because he thinks like that's his ultimate goal to become, he's going to unleash an ultimate power on the universe. And when he gets a hold of the mother box, he disintegrates and Darkseid appears. And he's like, yeah, he did unleash an ultimate power on the universe. Me, you know. So the Justice League has to now fight Darkseid. So it was a really good story. It was gr- uh, uh, so much fun doing the team up stuff. Um, I think you could play it with co op or play with a NPC as your other person. So you could unlock other side characters like Green Arrow and other uh, Justice League members. It, it was a lot of fun. So I think nowadays you, it would be one of those, uh, here's some DLC for more characters and a new map or you know new missions and stuff like that. But it was a lot of fun just going through and unlocking all the characters and everything. Yeah. So. Uh, next one on my list is a break from the team's to a solo single player game. Uh, this is a movie based video game that was, in my opinion, significantly better than the movie itself. Can you guess what it is based off of that? It's not Iron Man because the Iron Man game wasn't as good as the movie. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was a little jerky on some of the yeah. controls. Um, I'll give you a hint it is a Marvel the franchise. The game was better than the movie Hulk. Nope. Uh, I will say it is the Marvel franchise, but is not part of the MC- It was not part of the MCU. Oh, Spider Man three, or uh, is it two? So both of those are on the list. Uh, so I, so it's kind of a unfair. Uh, I'll go. It's a Fox game or a Fox movie. Fantastic Four. Nope. No. Uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh. Is uh, a movie based tie into the Hugh Jackman <laughs> Origins of Wolverine. The movie was okay. The game was fantastic. And it was a rated M game. It was mature Ooh. because if you remember the movie, it was like PG-13. Right. You can't really do Wolverine full justice at PG-13. Right. Uh, rated M or the equivalent of rated R, you can be true to Wolverine of the, okay, he's going to stab, gore, slash, everything. Because, I mean, that's that's his whole thing. Yeah. He, his metal claws are designed to kill. Right. So if you don't have gore with him, like, okay, well, it reminds me of cats with those, you can put those like little rubber claw tips on them so they don't scratch <laughs> yeah. things. That's what they're doing with Wolverine, the character, versus this. Okay, it's rated M. It is, you are splitting people, I would say cut them in half, but you're technically cutting in the thirds because he has the three claws. <laughs> Sections one, <laughs> two, well. Four. Fourths. You're cutting in fourths. Yeah. In. Uh, because, yeah, it, it was so gory. It was a single player hack and slash action adventure platform fighting game. Uh, I would say it laid a little bit of the groundwork to another game that you'll mention later, which is the Arkham franchise, where it is a lot of the combat sequencing of, okay, 
attack this person, then that person, dodge, attack, attack, dodge, that sort of thing. Okay. Without any of the gadgets, because it's just Wolverine. Yeah. Um, And of all the comic book characters ever made, Wolverine is great for video games because, okay, he his healing factor. Yeah, he got wounded, he got hurt. Well, he'll eventually heal on his own. Yeah. Versus how many shooter games do you play? Like, oh, well, just give it time and you'll heal. That's not. That nope, works. you gotta go find a med kit. Or, or even then, you know. a med kit doesn't really work. It doesn't turn you 100%. Not really. Uh, versus, no, his healing factor, he heals from the wounds. And it was so great that um, the blood that was on the costume when you start, or the skins, that whenever you started killing people, everything, that was cool. It added a touch to it. Um, it was released in uh, May of 2009, back on the PS2, PS3, on the Wii, <laughs> and the Xbox 360. Uh, I laugh because the Wii, like, really? The most kid-friendly, family-friendly console. It was a For really Wii, good game. For the Wii, I wonder how the, if it's going to be, like, button-controlled Mo- on there, or is it motion-controlled with the Wii? Uh, Do you have to actually physically move to I would, sl- slash and stab? I would guess with it being the Wii, it probably has mo- motion controls. I would guess. I'm going to go to GameStop or something, see if they've got it. I mean, it won't... Uh, Make it, a replay. It, your best bet might Google. be online. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, but uh, and get on the Wii, you know it's gonna be it's gonna look terrible. Oh yeah, three sixty. Oh, PS3. I'm sure. But the gameplay is what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I shoot. I have an Xbox upstairs. I could just get to the three sixty version, probably plug it in and play on my Xbox Series X because it has a disc oh, drive. Yeah, and Xbox is good for their backwards compatibility. But anyway, it was over the top. It was ridiculous, but it was really solid. Um, and it was. It was better than the movie. The movie was fine, but if you remember, that was where we first got the live-action Deadpool was from the Wolverine. Origins. Oh, yeah. The I'm using Deadpool in quotes on that one because that, that was the... That villain, when they sewed his mouth shut in the movie and stuff like that, that was a great villain, just not Deadpool. And the giant blade that came out of his arm, the yeah. one blade o- out of each arm. I was okay with that, just Cyclops, not as Deadpool. Cyclops's eye vision, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah. Uh, as Deadpool. Right. If they didn't name him Deadpool and it was just a completely random bad guy, I'd have been okay with that. Well, and so the the story of the game, too, it was very similar to the movie, but more fleshed out. Because, I mean, it's an action game. You're yeah. not going to just have random dialogue, whatever. Right. So at one point, you are taking down a helicopter where you are flying through the air, claws out, attacking a helicopter. Because you're, like, you're falling oh, or flying out. Cool. And, like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And it was fun. So that was X-Men Origins Wolverine. Okay, I'll kind of just jump right into the Batman Arkham series. Um, I don't know if it's a nostalgia factor or what. I would say the best game out of those was Arkham City. My favorite was Arkham Asylum. And I think it's just that nostalgia, that first time playing through the story, using detective mode. Uh, The combat was so much fun to dodge. The finishers he would put on people, you know, it. Look pretty devastating and everything. So I think that was the reason it was probably my favorite. And the first two were actually written by Paul Dini, who's got a lot of Batman credentials under his belt. So I think they were better than Origins and what was it, Arkham Knights, uh, which those were great. I'm so not trying to diminish those at all. The order of release was Arkham Asylum, Arkham, Asylum, Arkham City, City, Arkham Origins, Origins, and then Arkham Knights. Yeah. Chronologically, it's Origin City or Origin Asylum City Knights. Yes. Yep. But uh, 
the first one was basically Joker is caught by Batman and taken to a Arkham Asylum. Batman thinks he's up to something, so he actually escorts him in and everything like that. And uh, he doesn't know that Joker has, you know, played him pretty much. He's taken over Arkham. Yeah, he's taken over Arkham. He has a he's had a bunch of his goons from Blackgate Prison transferred to Arkham, and you know, Jim Gordon's taken hostage. Harley Quinn. Is this the first time we've seen her get a complete like makeover from the animated series style costume and everything? I think so. I mean, yeah, because was... she's in like the the nurse's outfit and stuff like that in this. Right. I mean, that was two thousand nine when Arkham Asylum came out. Yeah, and it was nineties when she was first created. Right. It was the, so it was the animated series in the comics. Yeah, they, they might have changed her a little bit in the comics right around then. That could be. I'm not sure. I'll be honest. That was before I was really reading anything anything DC. Right. But uh, that's basically, he's got to go through Arkham, and he's got a, a secret Batcave under Arkham, which I thought was great. Because you know? why wouldn't he? Yeah, he's Batman. Well, but, he's Bruce Wayne that can fund yeah, the rebuilding yeah. of it. Yep. <laughs> so, but you get to fight, like, Bane, Killer Croc. The sewers, when he's in there with Killer Croc, was awesome sequences. Uh, the Scarecrow stuff was pretty cool. Um, Poison Ivy was there. You know, the Riddler trophies were fun. And in the other games, you get to see Penguin and Ra's al Ghul, and all of the Batman characters were all in this. It was so much fun. Probably one of the best superhero video games ever made. Uh, Arguably. I would, I would say one of the best. One yeah. of them, yes. I think that's a fair statement. Um, another one I'm going to mention is a little... little uh, it's, it's a series, I guess, is what I'm going to go with. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade games. I've got that on my list too. Um, it's a classic side scroller, beat them up, you know, go left to right for the most part. There might be an occasional vertical level that you just yeah. stay still and everything. But there's something fun about just drop the sensation of dropping a quarter in. All right, you got a life. Here you go. Select your character and go. Yep. Um, they've done two. I'm going to focus on the arcade versions. They did two of them of the actual arcade releases. And then most recently, I know we talked about a couple weeks ago on the podcast, was the uh, new one that just came out about two months ago now, the Shredder's Revenge, where it's up to, I think it's up to five players. Or no, it's up to six players online and split screen. Um, you can play as the Four Ninja Turtles. You can play as April O'Neil. Uh you can play as Master Splinter and Casey Jones. So oh, wow. there's seven seven characters you can play as. It's up to six players that you can play as at one time. And anytime you have more than three players, it's chaotic because you don't oh, hurt wow. your friends. You only hurt the, the Foot Clan and the rest of the ninja goons and whatnot. But it's like, okay, well, I'll hit my ultimate. You hit yours. Then you hit yours. I'll just, we'll just stay together and just plow through all this. It's ridiculous. But it's kind of pretty fun, too, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember it was pretty chaos in some of the originals where uh, little mouse uh, robots would chuck the uh, high voltage cable Uh, out at you, you know, and you're up there jumping around uh, with another player and you like lose track of yourself for just a second. Next thing you know, you're getting electrocuted. Right. Crap. That's the problem with the turtles (laughs) is like with that action sequence, it's very easy to lose yourself amongst another character. Oh, I'm clear. Oh, wait. No, I'm not. My bad. Right. Uh, I was like, I know I'm, I'm Raph. Yeah, but they're ultimately we're still turtles. Like, yeah, yeah our weapons, that and they're so. jumping and spinning. And right. it's like, if you spin next to each other, it's like, oh, did I hit my controller left or right? And right. What, you know, if you both go the same way for a second, it's, 
you can lose your track of yourself, but those were so much fun. Well, and that's why in the new one, I like playing as not as the turtles because I can tell who I am. Like if that's I'm April O'Neil, I can tell who I am. If I'm Splinter, I can tell who I am. If now, I'm Casey it, Jones, uh, I can tell who I am. Classic cartoon stuff, like is April in a yellow jumpsuit? Yep. Okay. Yep, it's the the late 80s, early 90s. Okay, so that art style. style. And that's how the turtles, the characters are too. It's yeah. that same style of animation oh, for cool. the characters, for all the characters. Good. It's like, that's that's fun. Yeah. So I really enjoy that game. and Yeah, just any type of side-scroller beat them up like that. I will honorable mention, they did a Scott Pilgrim versus the World game. In 2010 oh, as well. that's right. That was the same thing. It was the side-scroller beat-em-up that, yeah, it's based off the, which this one is actually based off the comic book. It came out right around the same time as the show, or the movie, but this one is based off the comics, not the movie, because it's not like, oh, it's Michael Sarah. No, no, it's full, the same animations, characters that was in the comic book as well. That's right, yeah. So, which I, I really appreciate that. I think then, I only because... played that once a little bit. I wasn't as into that as others, but. It's a classic. Yeah. It's, a, it's a standard beat 'em up. Yeah. So. Yep. So yeah, that's next. That's on my list. What's not? What's next on yours? Uh, DC Universe Online. It came out in like 2011, 2010. Um, it was a online game, obviously, but uh, you build your character and you're a new superhero, and you. It's not like you're taking control of Batman in an online universe. You're creating your own character and you're fighting alongside heroes from DC Universe or teaming up with uh, other players and I think there was a PvP area and everything like that just like a normal online game but um, the biggest thing of that was that I remember is the trailer the trailer was epic it was set in the future um, after so many battles Superman's out next to the sun trying to recharge Lex launches an all-out attack on Metropolis where your Justice League characters are getting beaten down and killed. And just the first shot is, you know, basically death and destruction. I just remember Green Arrow laying there dead. I'm just like, oh, we've got something a little different. But then it's uh, as Lex wins the battle. He kills Superman and everything. And next thing you know, Brainiac ship's coming down. So it cuts away, and Lex Luthor is gone back in time trying to get the Justice League's help. And they're like, why would we trust you? You're Lex, you know? But that trailer was, it's a full cinematic trailer. It was epic. It was so good. I just, I'm like, I want to see this. Well, it's still supported online now even, too. Right. Even with the PS5 and Xbox Series Xs. Right. Like, it's still going on now. Yeah, it was really good. Um, it's it was, been on for about a decade now. Yeah, and I I got it when it first came out. I I was hooked. The cost, I you know. Well, it's a free to play game too. Now it, it wasn't great. when it first came yeah. out. So I went. I bought it for like three months or something like that. I'm like, I can't afford to pay this month to month along with everything else. Right. So I got out of it and I never really got back into it. But that was uh, it. Was a really fun game. Yeah, the biggest thing for me was that trailer, and it was it truly was epic. It yeah. was really good, uh, and just the amount of customization you can do for your character. Right, too. Like, there's a lot of customization to yeah. it. Be it power set, costume, yep. whatever. You can choose what tier of hero you are. Like a ground level, no powers. You're like a Batman or a Green Arrow. You can be a speedster, yeah. like the Flash, or you can be Superman where you have right. flight, or you could be just a alien like Starfire, or you know. You could be anything. Right. It was it was really good. Yeah. Uh, next one on my list is a very famous one: Marvel versus Capcom. Yep. Uh, they've done at least three versions of that one over yeah. the years. I, 
I've done, well, it looks like Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out in 2011. Um, but yeah, that's, it is the Street Fighter style of game where it's just, it's a fighting game where your, your health bar is on one side and then your other opponents is on the other. I think if that's the right one. Uh, I'm was... sorry, the most recent one is Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite that came out in 2017. Okay, I think the original or something like that was. Did they have like Solid Snake in that? I don't. Or am think I thinking so. of a different game? I might be thinking of a different. Smash game. Brothers had Snake Smash in Brothers it. is what I'm thinking of. That's, okay, had Snake in it. So it's like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom does have uh, uh, Mega Man though. That, that's their big one. That's not Marvel. I, I don't know. I'm always a sucker for like, okay, it's Marvel vs. Capcom, or I can just be Marvel characters and just right. have a Marvel fighting game. Yep. Um. But yeah, I mean, they've done multiple versions of it, and it's still going strong. I mean, like the last one came out uh, September of seventeen on PS4 and Xbox One, and I I believe that one had some controversy of like, oh, there are some bad glitches to it, but it's still a, a it's a fighting game that they still do tournaments for, like official like actual gaming tournaments with Marvel versus Capcoms. Now it's usually like either two or three is considered the, I think two is considered like the best of the franchise, but I mean, it's still been going around strong and they keep doing more and it's not necessarily my cup of tea, the street fighter, mortal Kombat style of game. I mostly cause I suck at it and I always go against people that play it more. So they're actually really good at it. So like I'm bailing on that one. No, thanks, but it's still going on and I can I respect the franchise for that. Definitely. That's still going on and people still enjoy it. Um, let's do one more each. Uh, what's the last major one you'd want to mention? The last major one is probably going to be Injustice Gods Among Us. Uh, very, kind of like the Marvel versus Capcom. This They did uh, DC Comics versus Mortal Kombat at one time, which led into this game. So they kept that style of fighting gameplay, you know, one one-on-one, but they had an ultimate story along with it which we've talked about before the joker um uses scarecrow his fear toxin, his fear toxin mixed with kryptonite to make him scared well and to he, make superman well mostly it's the fear toxin yeah to make uh hallucinate, hallucinate that doomsday was attacking that, that joker himself was doomsday so, no lois was doomsday Oh, because that's he right. He took yes. Lois up, and then when he realized it, that's when he realized Lois had been pregnant. Lois, you know, took that's her up right. into space and killed her. Killed her, and she was pregnant. And she was pregnant, and her there was a bomb, um, a, a nuke that was attached to her heart. So once her heart quit beating, it nuked all, it of, nuked all of Metropolis. Right. And Superman comes in. They capture Joker. He kills the Joker. Rips rips his heart out. Yeah, punches Ooh. right through him. And Thing and just basically becomes a dictator at that point. Well, and he, he blames, lost he blames Batman too. He's like, how right. many times have you caught him and he's broken free? How many people right. has he killed? He's killed countless people because you won't put him down. Right. Enough. How did it, we're done. Yep. And uh, Batman became, basically starts an underground movement against the Superman regime. And there, this game had multiple different endings. So they had some great stuff. Basically, you had a divided Justice League. Very much along the lines of Marvel's Civil War. It, yeah, it was you know, very much the DC two, Civil War. Yeah, pitted the two two factions against each other. 
maybe bigger stakes in the DC version one. I mean, yeah, because With Superman, Superman as a dictator, right. not as the stakes of the story. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean, that is the different difference between Injustice versus Civil War. Civil War is just the United States. Right. Injustice was like, no, no, that's the whole world. Right. He Superman took over, took over the, world. the world. Yeah. But it was really good. And they had a Injustice 2 video game. A couple the, years ago. The comic was five volumes long. The first one, yeah. Yeah. Something and then the second like one, that. I think they only did one volume. Something like it. Yeah. And the first three volumes written by Tom Taylor. And then And then someone else off. after that. And then he came back for Injustice Year Zero, which is a prequel to the uh, everything. Right. And he also did Injustice 2, which is only one volume. Though, right. one. Yeah, but that was phenomenal game. Yeah. Uh, last one I would mention, uh, if I don't mention it, Laura will yell at me, and that is Marvel Spider-Man. The 2018 PS4, um, PS4 game that came out where you play as a brand new version of Peter Parker, its own universe, where he's most famous for having the white spider on his chest. Um, where you find out, okay, it's, that suit was actually designed in part by Doc Ock that gave it to him. He figured out who who Peter Parker and Spider-Man were. Doc Ock wasn't evil yet. And it's like, here, this will, you know, this has more impact resistant, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, the game starts with his classic Spider-Man suit. Yeah. Uh, but then you quickly get the the game suit that's advertised. Right. Now, and you can unlock many different suits. I want to say, like, different suits throughout the game itself. right and it's not like dlc you buy them no you actually you do achievements in... as a lock unlocking them right i love that in video games my only problem with it that i would have liked would have been if they had a bio for each uh costume like the spider-man yeah. 2 and spider-man 3 games the actually toby mcguire ones yeah. uh those would actually say hey this as seen in this issue or whatever like it had a nice little background for that yeah even the ultimate alliance games like all of them all of them before would say, oh, it's from based off of this, based off of that. This one was like, nope, it's Spider-Punk. It is what it is. Yeah. It just looks like punk rock Spider-Man. Oh, yep. it's Spider-Man Noir. It's just that. Like, I would have liked a little bit of actual comic book reference of like, right. why is this that? Like, where is this from? Other than, okay, now I have to Google it, I guess, to figure yeah. it out. Which ultimately isn't that big of a deal. Right. However, it's always nice to see, oh, this is the roots where it came from. Or even said, hey... First appeared in this game. That's what I think. It's an original costume just we designed just for this. Yeah. Uh, open world game. It's Open world, all of New York City. Yeah. And, uh, I have friends of mine that live out in the state of New York that visually, occasionally visit the city. Like, oh, yeah, I know this part of the neighborhood because it's pretty accurate. Now, it's not 100% accurate. No. But there are different parts. Like, oh, yeah, I know that part. I know that part. Like, it has some iconic infrastructure within there. Oh, or landmarks, I should say. Yeah. That you can go to. Um, the only problem I have with the game is you're just on the main island. You're you're just in Manhattan. You don't go to Queens. You don't go to Long Island. It's just the main one. Versus, I think it was Spider-Man 2 that you could actually visit all of New York City. You could even go yeah, to the Statue that, of Liberty. Is that Miles Morales 2 no, or the was, original? that was Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire 2. 2. Okay. The first, the first Spider-Man open world game. Yeah, I've started the Miles Morales game, which is phenomenal, also. But I, I'm not too far yeah. into it yet. Uh, yeah, and that, again, that one's basically a glorified DLC to this game, which is fine. But the price they charged at the time was a little bit too much. But it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but this one, yeah, it, it laid the it rebuilt the whole Spider-Man franchise of video games. Um, I would also say it's like very much. We saw the Arkham games. 
and saw him grappling through the city for Arkham City, like, oh, he's basically web web swinging. Yeah. So, of course, it fits perfectly with this. And you gain experience points by doing different tricks in the air. That doesn't really do anything. But if you, like, hold this button and hold and go that direction, you get weird flip tricks that doesn't help you, doesn't hurt you, other than you gain experience points just yep. to level up your character overall. And free-falling. And the free-fall free fall. is just fun. Like, yeah. the whole thing, it feels so fluid and so natural. Right. And if you have your graphics set to high, you can see your reflection off of windows as you go by. Uh, the second game does it better. With the, right. but, I mean, the games, it, but it's right. Time has passed. Yeah, I, I've played it on. So I played this one, the first Spider-Man, only on PS4. I played it on my PS4 Pro, uh, and I played Miles on my PS5. There's, I was like, oh wow, that's the significantly different. It is significantly different, and yeah, there's two different settings you can have on performance or graphics. Basically, you can turn ray tracing on or off. You can turn ray tracing off, and then you get a more natural. You know, overall, overall balance. Yeah. Ray tracing on is great for the, the micro stuff. And what blew my mind was with ray tracing on, if you are like stuck to a building and doing selfie mode, you actually see in the glass the reflection of the rest of the city too. Because it basically like, okay, the sun's here. Yeah. It does. And that's what ray tracing is. Like it, it does the math for what you don't normally don't see. It's seeing it anyway. Right. And like that's just nuts on right. how it does that in the first spider-man game it was blurred in the background but you could see yourself swinging right. through in the reflection and everything yeah. and i thought that was so great but you you showed me you know, on your ps5 all of the rate tracing and everything and it, it's, it's it's amazing it's impressive especially like when you see raindrops and puddles and stuff it's just it's unreal uh but not quite the unreal engine which will come out later uh <laughs> uh but yeah this spider-man game like it's it is the best spider-man game i've ever played by far. It's um, one of the better superhero games. I would rate it up there along with Batman Arkham Asylum and everything. I like Batman games better, but that one is a phenomenal game also. Right. I, I think they. it's hard to compare them because they are two different eras of yes. games. I mean, if it weren't for the Arkham games, they wouldn't have made the Spider-Man game the way they did, Right. I think. Right. Now, I'm not saying it wouldn't have happened eventually because, I mean, okay, Web Swing got it, but the the combat mechanics is how much they copied the Arkham games is yeah. the biggest was is how much they, they copied. Oh yeah. Now the free roam the web swinging. Yeah. They did that on their own. Yeah. But the combat sequence like, Oh, they saw that. Like, yes, we like that, but we it makes more that. sense with Spider-Man because when Batman, Oh, someone's attacking, he has like an aura around him. Like, Hey, be sure hit dodge. It, Batman doesn't have that. No. Versus Spidey. Of does. course, Spider-Man, he has a spider sense. And we've seen right. that in comics for how long? Right. Like, of course it's, I remember before they did this game, me and my brother were playing the Arkham games. Like, oh yeah, his Spidey sense is ting tingling. I we we said the same yeah. thing. Spidey sense is tingling, and it's just it's great. And this game, and I will count Miles with it because I I basically count that as DLC, where it is phenomenal and it is heartbreaking too. Some of the parts of the story, I don't want to go into yeah, don't, that. No spoilers. Uh, even though it's been <laughs> out for a while, in yeah, fact, they're re-releasing the first Spider-Man game on PC, the remastered version. Uh, so yeah, it. Because it was released in 2018, and then it was re-released on PS5 uh, 2020 for the remaster version. And yeah, the PC remaster just came out, I want to say, like, last week or so. Is it out? I, I knew so. it was coming out on PC, but I didn't think it was out yet. I believe it's on PC now. Oh, well, uh, I guess it is mid-August. You're right. But yeah, and we pl they uh, plan on a or Marvel Spider-Man 2 scheduled to release at some point in 2023. Who knows with COVID delays and everything, if that'll be true or not. 
but it's a single player great game i'm hoping the next one might be co-op uh That'd be fun. based off the miles stuff they could definitely do co-op i wouldn't mind something with uh spider-verse too. get uh spider gwen and yeah get some maybe some more venom stuff or you know there, there's a lot of potential yeah i'll leave it at that uh, uh but yeah that is our list of our favorite comic book based video games now we have more that we could oh just, yeah i mean uh, rapid fire. What are some other ones that are on your list? Uh, Superman sixty four, probably the worst video game ever made. Period. Where the mechanics absolutely sucked. The only other one that was really on my list was Superman Returns, the video game to launch with the movie. I don't remember much about the game. I just remember it was very open world, like a Spider Man game. But and you would fly around, put out building fires, save civilians, and stuff like that. But I can't tell you what the story of that game was. Uh. Only ones on my list also is the Darkness. Uh, oh, yeah, it was a Top Cow comic book that was a mobster that had like this weird, almost Venom symbiote like abilities that could crawl through and destroy things. Um, and what was the other one on my list? Shoot, I just had Deadpool, the 2013 Deadpool game. Oh yeah, way better than what it should have been. Way better than what it should have been. Uh, reminds me a lot of the X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Game. Oh, it's it's rated M, but it's with Deadpool's comedy. Uh. Yeah, better than it had any right to be. Yep. And yeah, if you want more, there are a whole bunch of them. Yep. Including the Walking Dead games. The Crow, 1990-something, on the original PlayStation. It played like the original Resident Evil games where it's fixed camera and stuff. The game sucked. Uh, Spawn. Spawn. Spawn on the yep. Super NES, I believe. Yep. Uh, there was Marvel's Avengers that came out in 2020, which flopped. That game did not do well. Uh, it wasn't as bad as what reviewers were giving it, it, in my wasn't opinion. Good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. I didn't even finish it. They did a Batman, several Batman game, Batman Returns game back oh, in 92. Yeah, that was good. Um, a whole bunch of different Spider-Man games yeah. from the 90s to 2000s. There was a Superman game on the original Nintendo also. That sounds right, yeah. Uh, oh, my arcade cabinet here. Oh, Captain, yeah. Captain America, the Avengers. Yep. Uh, and there was another X-Men, uh, Children of the Atom, I believe is what it was. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of, whole bunch of things with that. So many games, uh, and all, and the Lego franchise, the Lego. The Le- I forgot about the Lego games. Lego Batman, Lego yeah. DC, Lego Marvel, Lego whatever. Yep. Lego bunch. Indiana Jones. Not a comic uh, not book, a comic but, book, but originally. I always liked that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an indie fan. There you go. <laughs> and you're a fan of independent comics too. That's right. There we go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that is our list of comic book based video games. And like I said, there are many more that yeah. we haven't gone through because there's just a lot. There is. There's a whole bunch. So, but with that, we'll move on to books that came out this week, Wednesday, August 17th, 2022. You went first last time. I'll go first this time just to change it up a little bit. All right. Uh, my first one is Ms. Marvel and Moon Knight number one. Uh, it's number one, but it's part two of the story. I know last week we talked about Ms. Marvel and Wolverine, which was really Ms. Marvel and the X-Men. But this one has Moon Knight, where the story continues, where there's these weird robotic bugs that are attacking. And uh, Ms. Marvel has moved on through the rest of the city. She finds it in uh, Moon Knight's neighborhood. And all right, time for another team up with him. And I like the interaction with her and Mister the Mr. Knight personality. And then the actual Moon Knight. And I know we talked about it when we did the trade volume one of Moon Knight, where she does team up or the, or they team up with the 
other fist of Kanchu, mm-hmm. he shows up too. And it's a really cool thing that goes on. And without spoilers, I'll show you the one panel that like, this is awesome looking. Just going to say, as you're flipping through that, um, just from across the table, that art looks really good. It is really nice. It is clean. But without spoilers, that panel right there, just it oh, looks wow. really cool. That is amazing. Yeah. And this is, a, as far as I can tell, this is only a three issue story arc. Um, Cause they haven't, I have not seen solicitations for Ms. Marvel and anyone else other than Venom. Man, that panel could be an ending style, you know. Right, yeah. That's I mean, epic. That that is an epic scene, yes. And I'm I'm curious to see where they're gonna go. They are teasing a little bit more of who is actually in charge of this whole cybernetic invasion and everything. And I'm excited to see where it goes. But yeah, it's another number one, even though it's part two. I hate I hate that fact that it's that. Yeah. Uh but I still enjoyed it overall. It was really good. I'm excited for the next one. The next one actually won't be until next month, I believe. I don't know if there was a delay between issue one and two or not. If that's why, because it was last week we were talking about it, wasn't it? The first one? I think so. It was either that or the week before. I'm pretty sure it was last week because Laura was here. Laura was here. So, that been so last it was week. last week. So two weeks in a row, but it's still oh so good. And I'm looking forward to more. Yeah, maybe they planned for it to originally be a weekly series and then. One and two came out, three got delayed. Or it was supposed to be monthly, and then one got delayed, so they just bumped it up right oh, before two, could, even. That could be, It's hard yeah. to say. But yeah, I'm looking forward to more, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, what's the first one on your list now? Star Wars number 26. This is... Star Wars, the comic series, has been getting better. Starts out with Empire Day. This is set in between um, Empire and Jedi, and basically the Empire is on a parade, Rebel attacks them. They basically destroy their whole military force that's in the parade without uh, any collateral civilian damage or, you know, any other destruction that they're not supposed to cause. It was a plan by Leia. Um, It was really good. But after that, the Empire is basically going through um, some of their other facilities with security details and making sure security is in order. And we're still dealing with some of the um, Crimson Dawn. Uh, Kira from the Solo movie is not in this, but she's mentioned, you know, and everything like this. And there's basically Crimson Dawn uh, members within the Empire. So not going to give any spoilers, but uh, the security detail runs into some, an issue because of Crimson Dawn. Of course. And it was good. It was a lot of fun. So um, I think it's done by Charles Soule. That sounds right. Uh, he's yeah, he's the he's the writer of this right now. He's doing a really good job. All right. So, uh, Star Wars twenty six. The only, the other one I want to mention that came out is a weird name, but it's number one. It's spelled T R V E space K V L T. I'm. It looks guessing, like true cult. It looks like true cult. Yes. I mean, that's when we were like when Mark and I were looking at. It, like, is that supposed to be true cult or is it? Uh, and here's what we tell you. Yeah, it's true cult, but they change the letters to V's. They use them to the V's. Um, but it is a, it reminds me of a dark version of Clerks, where it follows this uh, guy, Marty Tarantella, that's been at this burger store, like basically a Burger King, working there for 15 years. His life sucks. He's had enough. And he decides, you know what? I'm going to rob a mini mall. The strip mall that's just down the road. I'm going to take my lunch break because I'll have roughly an alibi then. Like, oh, I'll just, this, this perfect storm. 
rob the mall and there's some weird stuff going on that I, I don't want to go too far because it's kind of, it ends on major plot point, plot point slash cliffing. You're like, Oh, this is not where I thought it was going. Uh, I thought it was gonna be about him trying to, you know, deal with the, Oh, I robbed, you know, this and how do I live my life? You know, being uh, ex robber criminal or, you know, and how I deal with that. But no, it's him dealing with what he stole from someone that is very cultish. I'll put it that way. He stole from a cult more or less and try to figure out what's going on with that. Uh, but yeah, I definitely get clerks vibes where, you know, I'm not even supposed to be here. I hate my job. I'm, I was, I was supposed <laughs> to only have this job temporarily and blah, blah, blah. And nope. Uh, I'm here 15 years later and it's really interesting. I'm curious to see where it's going to go, but yeah, it definitely has a twist. I was like, I was not expecting that out of it. I didn't know what to expect out of it. Uh, but I was definitely not expecting that. So yeah, that is, I'm going to call it true cult number one, but replace the U's with V's and that's how it's spelled. If you want to look And the up. C with a K, correct? Yes. Uh, so T R V E space K V L T. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a weird one, but I enjoyed it. Uh, what's the last one on your list for this week, Jared? Nightwing 95, still written by Tom Taylor, and that's why it's still our pick, that's, probably. That's it's still a great book. It's a, it's a really good one. If you remember where we left off, the uh, former commissioner is in custody, and the uh, mayor has been taken hostage. Uh, it's Dick Grayson's half-sister, I believe, still. They really haven't mentioned it, that aspect of it, but I'm like... I'm 90% sure that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because they started that like in Tom Taylor's first volume, like when he first took over. Right, like, yes. 15 issues ago? Uh, it's 10 been issues? A while. Yeah, it's, he's been it's on Nightwing for a little while. But uh, she was captured by Blockbuster. Uh, Nightwing's able to rescue her. Um, and the former commissioner who's corrupt is basically like, hey, I've got enough dirt on Blockbuster that I'll walk free. And he doesn't realize he's talking to Blockbuster's men. Right. So it doesn't go well for him. Um, but uh, Nightwing's there. They've got all of Blockbuster's plans that's happening tonight. There's arms deals, uh, human trafficking going on, and everything like this. And Nightwing's basically going to the new commissioner who is from Metropolis, Maggie Sawyer, from Superman fame. That, that has Superman yeah. as a reference. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, she's got Superman as a reference. She is one of the good guys. She is very much in Superman's history. Right. So she's the com new commissioner of Bloodhaven, trying to weed out the corruption and everything. And basically Nightwing's like, hey, I've got a plan. I need you to back me. And he's like, okay. He's got the Teen Titans or all the Titans. He's got his Batman family. Batman is there also. And he's basically like, yeah, we're going to hit all of his operations going on at once and take him down. And they go to work. They really do a number on him. And at the very end, uh, Blockbuster attacks the um, the park that he's building in the Haven. The, the Haven. It's um, He's using the Alfred Pennyworth Foundation to build affordable housing and everything. A Blockbuster, yeah. Even. Blockbuster is going to try to burn it down, yeah. pretty much. And Nightwing goes to try to save him, and there, there's a twist. Yeah, there's, there's a there's, twist. There's I'm going to stop there. Yeah, I'm going to stop there. Blockbuster gets the upper hand. Yeah. So, 
another great one. I think the next issue will be the end of the story arc. Yeah, and this was part four of this specific so series. Probably the end, so the next issue will probably be the end yeah. of the second volume. I would say so. Also. The way this cliffhanger did, I, I think it we're feel, in the... It definitely feels yeah. like that. But it's this is only part four, so it could if it's a six part, we've got two more issues. Yeah. But it, this feels like the second to last issue. Right. So yeah, those are our books that came out. This are our picks that came out. Not our books. Our picks of, that are our books that we bought. I read. bought them. They're mine. Yeah, but it's not like we created <laughs> those books. But yeah, our picks of the week that came out this week. Uh, what are your picks of the week, listener? Let us know uh, via coming in the story because that's usually the best way. It should be Nightwing right now. Right. Because it's awesome. Because it's because it's Tom Taylor and he yeah. writes awesome things. Yep. Uh, so moving on, uh, like I said, normally we'd do the book club section here, uh, but we are going to wait till next week when Laura's here. So again, that is Batman the White Knight. Uh, that's the first volume of the White Knight series. Each one is labeled as its own volume. They're all... Basically, volume number ones. They're all mini series, pretty much. Right, but, but it's the first one of the together. story. Yeah. So that is the White Knight, and if you want to read more, the one you'd want to read after that would be Curse of the White Knight. Yep. the second one of that series. Yep. But again, we're doing just the White Knight next week. Uh, so moving on to the final segment for today, that is our Heroes of the Week, be it comic book or otherwise. And you actually reminded me before the podcast, so I actually have somebody. Since you're ready, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, my new uh, coworker at work. Uh, his name's Furious, and he is very. Uh, he, he start, yeah. <laughs> He's actually very mild, very nice guy. But uh, he started yesterday. I started training him yesterday. He did phenomenal yesterday. I, I was very happy with it, and I just have a really good feeling about the future. I think we're going to work well together, and he's going to alleviate a lot of stress on my plate since I've been doing more than my job <laughs> right now since we're down a person. It'd be good to have that so, extra help. Yeah, so I'm going to go with him. All right. And my pick of the week, or my hero, my hero pick of the week is going to be uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, this past weekend, Laura and I watched Clerks 1 and 2. Uh, Clerks 3 is coming out in September, October, Something I think. like that. Uh, and we're tentatively planning on possibly going up to Detroit to watch it with him. Oh, cool. They're doing a screening where he's going to be there, and we may or may not get VIP tickets also. The way I figure is if we're going to go up there and see it, he's going to be there. We're gonna spend go the, for it, like, yeah. We're going to spend the extra money to get VIP tickets yep. to meet him also, to do the meet and greet. Um, so, Clerks 1 and 2, I know Clark, or Laura said she didn't like Clerks 2 very much. I think it holds up pretty well. I think it is a yeah. good progress for the story. I'm, I, I'm curious, excited for Clerks 3 to see where they're going to go. It seems like it's going to go back to full circle with the first one. Yeah. Um, but I've seen other movies that was by Kevin Smith that... Of course, you can tell he has his best friends that are willing to come oh, in for definitely. this, that, and the other. Um, so it, I'm excited to see that. And uh, hopefully we can get our schedules clear that we can go up there because it'll be in Detroit on a Sunday, which is my the first day of my weekend off. So I get Sundays and Mondays off. We may just go up there, see the movie with them. And because it start, the movie starts at 7, probably get a hotel and just stay the night because that's going to be a late drive. That'll be a late drive. So, Especially if you do like a meet and greet type thing. Right. And the movie VIP. starts at 7. If it's two hours long, that's 9, possibly 10 by the time you get out of there after the meet and greet. Then yeah. another three hours. Yeah, we'll probably just stay the night. Yeah. So, make yeah. It, make a trip out of it. Right. So, yeah. That is my Here of the Week is Kevin Smith for being awesome. Uh, so yeah, with that, we will say thank you for listening, everyone. We will be back next week, barring any complications. Hopefully, let's let's hope not. Hopefully, everything's calm, and we'll talk about White Knight and who knows what other subject matter we'll come up with between now and then. 
But until then, we will see you all next time. 